and welcome to Riding in Cars with Cats. I'm your host, Mike Tanner, and today I want to talk to you about teamwork. Uh, there's, as you remember, there is no I in team. There is an A, and the A in this case tonight is going to stand for apps. So I am a semi one man show. Um, I've been running my own business for several years now. I've brought on a partner, so I'm not really a one-man show anymore, but we don't work in an office together. We work remotely on our own, and that presents both some problems and also some opportunities. So the problem with that sort of remote work is almost wholly in communication. If you work in an office with someone, it's very easy to just say, uh, hey, Dave, did you do that? Or, oh, here's that file. Or whatever the case may be. There is basically, it's a very easy thing to be able to just be there and say, okay, here's what we're doing. Uh, It gets a little more complicated when you can't just get up from your desk and walk over to someone else's desk and ask them these things. Now, in as much as that is a disadvantage, I also consider it an advantage. The reason I consider it an advantage is because of the amount of research that suggests that we interrupt people way too much, and that is a destructive force on productivity interruptions at it. And so I feel actually pretty good about the idea that um, the that I'm not interrupting him, that he's not interrupting me, and that we're able to work sort of on our own. So we do meet fairly regularly, although probably not regularly enough. We do meet fairly regularly in order to talk about sort of high-level um, strategy stuff. And honestly, because we actually really like each other to sort of just be around each other. That's sort of how our partnership began in the first place. But the real question is, okay, so if you're running a remote digital conglomerate agency, how in the hell do you do that? So a lot of people ask about what kind of apps that I regularly use And tonight I had someone actually ask me if I could do a little bit of an episode about the apps that I find particularly helpful and maybe the apps that I find not so helpful. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that we've had success with and some things that we've had not success with. So for starters, I'll let you in a little bit on what I'm using right now uh, from a... uh, collaborative work, uh, project management style uh, software. The first thing that I am using is uh, we use a piece of proposal software called uh, Proposify. So what Proposify does is it allows me to create really awesome looking and super functional uh, proposals which I can then use to, um, to basically pitch concepts to, um, 
to clients. So the thing I like about this particular piece of software is it is very easy to use. It's actually very easy to scale in terms of repeatability and those sorts of things. And it is uh, integrates very well with other systems that we use. So because we use Proposify, we also use Basecamp because the two integrate quite well together. And Basecamp does a whole bunch of things that I really, really like. We can create files for clients right there in place. We can um, have some communication amongst the team. We can set to-do lists. We can do scheduling. There's check-in options, all these sorts of things. Uh, I don't love the file storage system in um, Basecamp. I find it awkward and, and clunky, and I wish that it did that better. But really what we use Basecamp for is to communicate and to track and plan work. And that's sort of what you know, what we use it for, and it works relatively well for that. We've previously used a couple different pieces of software. And if I was a one-man show, if I was a true one-man show, I would still be using one of those pieces of software, which is a piece of software called Asana, A-S-A-N-A. -A -A. Asana is really, really great if you're a single entity. I don't find it nearly as helpful in terms of team communication. Uh, there are, uh, from what I understand, a large number of integrations that you can involve that make that process much better. But I just haven't had uh, great success from a, a team perspective with those things. Uh, there's a number of other apps like Trello, uh, which allows for some sort of list making and that sort of stuff. But for us, the real kicker was Basecamp allowed us to integrate well with other pieces of software and it handles relatively well most of the features that we use. Um, I'll tell you, honestly, the biggest thing that I would really recommend and what I have failed to do on my own is keep your communication with certain individuals on a single channel. So myself and my partner, we are friends on every conceivable platform that there is. We follow each other on Twitter. We follow each other on Instagram, in some cases with multiple accounts. Uh, I have on, on my system, I basically have three accounts that are all me that are different <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde style aspects of my life. And so we follow each other across all those. We follow each other on LinkedIn. We follow each other on Facebook. And the problem, and, and you know, we, we've got each other's phone numbers for texting. We've got each other's email addresses for email. We have multiple email addresses. <laughs> And so one of the things that I really recommend and one of the things that I'm actually going to institute very soon is a, the idea of don't cross-contaminate the streams. So one of the things I'm basically going to do with my partner is say we cannot communicate across so many different platforms about business because things get lost. I can't be searching around to see if I had an Instagram message with you or a Twitter message. And if I did have an Instagram message, which platform, which user was I when I started that Instagram message and those kind of things become really scattered. So what I do recommend is if you are going to use any sort of collaborative software, use it, use it from a communication standpoint, make it the piece that connects you for work and ensure that that's the process that you're using to do work together. All that being said, I'm going to suggest 
that we take things down a slightly different uh, turn at this point because these are the tools I use. But I really think that tools as a whole are very much overrated. I think that every app, every product piece of productivity software has some advantages and some disadvantages over its competitors. Uh, but I actually think that most of us use equipment as a crutch. And I see this happen a lot. And also, part of the thing is, too, is that we think that good tools can make up for bad work. And I'll start by right off the bat saying that this is something that I'm guilty of. And I, I'm not suggesting that... Um, you know, that I'm without, um, without culpability in the same kind of style. And what I mean by this is that we have a tendency to think that if we're just using the right tool, everything's going to be fine. Now, there's tools that make things easier, but you can, you can kick ass with a, a pen and a piece of paper. You know, you can dominate with, you know, a phone and run your whole business off it. And... One of the things that I think happens a lot is that we think that if we can just figure out what tool we should use, then everything's going to be fine. There's a, a really good, uh, an incredible uh, illustrator, I guess, would be the correct word for him, 3D artist. Um, really, honestly, my absolute favorite artist in the world. It's a man by the name of Justin Mahler. I'm probably pronouncing his name incorrectly. In any case, um, Justin is uh, an incredible, incredible artist that does some incredible things using uh, Photoshop and, and similar tools. He makes some of the most uh, innovative and yet incredibly simple uh, designs I've ever seen. And his work has been actually a, a real inspiration for me, uh, I was lucky enough that Justin loaned me or gave me, I guess, um, the rights to use his work for the first ebook that I that I pushed in any sort of major way, which is How to Build Your Superhero Squad. He has an entire series of um, superhero um, designs that are just uh, they blow anything else out of the water. In any case, uh, one of the things that I loved hearing Justin talk about was when he was talking about um, what kind of things people ask him as a as a world renowned you know uh, artist. You know, so one of the things that people kept asking him when they were getting started was, you know, what tools do you use? What tools do you use? What are you using? Or what brush are you using for this? What what piece of software are you using for this? How are you getting, you know, how are you doing all these things? And um, one of the things that I really loved that he eventually said on a podcast that I was listening to was the tools aren't it at all. They really have so little to do with it. And then he could tell you exactly what tool to use and even provide you with a tutorial to walk you through exactly what he did. And it's not going to help if you don't have the skill and the drive to make it happen. So I'll tell you that I really like Proposify. 
that I like Asana if you're a one-person team, uh, that I like Basecamp for communication, that I like Trello for, uh, you know, basic list keeping, that I'm actually a big fan of just using the the actual native reminders app on my iPhone for a lot of things that I do, that I like using Hootsuite for social media scheduling, that I like using, um, you know, I, I can tell you all these different things that I use. None of that's really going to help you. And I was reminded of this when <laughs> recently I was, someone was giving a talk and they were talking about their favorite things that they use as a blogger to keep things kind of organized. And they mentioned this particular app that they really loved, uh, that they used to do all of their scheduling basically. And I, I did the same thing that I'm railing against right now, which is, I just went, Oh, I'll just use that tool and everything will be fine. But it's a relatively complex tool and I couldn't just learn it off the top of my head. So I gave it kind of a try. And then I, I kind of realized like, look, I'm really comfortable using this other thing. I can use it well. And so, you know, they say, you know, it's a shoddy workman who blames his tools. I kind of agree with that in a lot of ways. I think that if you've mastered using something, probably stick with that thing. So in the end, I think tools, apps, pieces of software, all these different things, when it really comes down to it, they're kind of overrated. And what you really need to work on are the skills behind it and the ways to sort of, the way to drive those things. Um, I've listened to a lot of people talk about this particular concept with the concept being, do you want to master that individual tool, that individual program, and then be useless when that's no longer used or no longer the standard? Or do you want to understand what's behind it? I was learning how to do some 3D animation at one point, and I asked, uh, this incredible 3D animator was actually giving me sort of my own personal master class, um, just as a, as a friendly thing to do. And at one point I asked him about, well, what would be the best piece of software for me to use? Like, what should I be using? Like, should I be using, you know, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Should I be using Maya? Should I be using Adobe uh, After Effects? Like, what, what should I be using to learn this? And he said, honestly, it doesn't matter. Work on the technique. The tools are really not that important. And if, if you can do it in one tool, it doesn't matter what the other tools do. So I find that some of these tools are really helpful. But I think that one of the things you want to focus on is don't think, oh, I just need this tool. This tool is going to save me and all those sorts of things. Think to yourself, how can I actually do the best work that I can and figure out the best way to use those tools? Thank you very much for listening. This has been another episode of Riding in Cars and Cats.